0: Thank you for joining today's podcast. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, you can partner with us and give at kcalaska.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and enjoy more messages like this one. With us, Isaiah chapter 28. Let's read the word of the Lord, verse 11, reading from the New King James. And we stand uh, on purpose for the reading of the word just to give honor. Uh, If you're not able to stand up, or it hurts for you to stand. I'm so glad you're here. May you be healed. And uh, feel free to sit down, but stand up on the inside. Isaiah chapter 28 and verse 11. For with stammering lips and another tongue, he will speak to this people, to whom he said, This is the rest with which you may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing. I want you to say that. And this is the refreshing. Yet you would not hear. Oh snap! It would not hear. Go to, go to Joel. Chapter. Chapter two. Verse twenty one. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things. Do not be afraid, you beasts of the field, for the open pastures are springing up, and the tree bears its fruit. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. Be glad, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he gives you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. The threshing floors will be full of wheat, and the vats shall overflow with new wine. So I will restore the years that the swarming locusts have eaten the crawling locusts, the consuming locusts, the chewing locusts, my great army which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be put to shame. And you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. And also on my men servants and my maid servants I will pour out my spirit in those days. Turn to Ezekiel. Find chapter 34. I have dreams and vision and visions, both, which is an indication that I'm middle aged. <laughs> Ezekiel 34. Verse 26. I will make them and the places all around my hill a blessing and I will cause showers to come down in their season, and they shall be showers of blessing. What kind of showers? Showers of blessing, verse 27. And the trees of the field shall yield their fruit, and the earth shall yield her increase. They shall be safe in their land, and they shall know that I am the Lord when I have broken the bands of their yoke and delivered them from the hand of those who've enslaved them. And they shall no longer be prey for the nations, nor shall beasts of the land devour them, but they shall dwell in safety, and no one shall make them afraid, including the news. Verse 29. I will raise up for them a garden of renown, and they shall no longer be consumed with hunger in the land, nor bear the shame of the Gentiles anymore. Thus... They shall know that I, the Lord, their God, am with them, and they, the house of Israel, are my people, says the Lord God. You are my flock, the flock of my pasture. You are men, and I am your God, says the Lord your God. Father, thank you. Move in great power as you did even in the first service, I pray, even with great liberality. Now in this second service this morning, that you would move, that you would touch, that every man, every woman would be brought low, every child, and you'd be glorified and you'd be magnified. Would you lay hands on your own heart? Ask God to talk to you. Speak to us out of your word. Use these lips of clay. Let the gifts of the Spirit be in operation. May we never be the same. May the effects of this service be far-reaching even to eternity. We thank you and praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Say hi to about four people and say, oh, it's going to be good. Oh, yeah. And if you'd be comfortably seated this morning. Prophetic word. Entitled Don't Miss the Outpouring. Before I get into this, I want to acknowledge my mother in law is here. Mother in love is here. Mom, uh, Pastor Karen's mom, would you put your hands together for her? Yeah. Don't miss the outpouring. Say it to your neighbor. Don't miss the outpouring. Don't miss the outpouring. There are seasons. In the physical realm, thank God it's summer. Someone said it's spring. No, it's summer. As soon as the snow melts for me, it's summer in Alaska. Amen. Seasons change. Someone said there's only two seasons in Alaska. There's winter and construction. That, that might be true. But in the same way that there's seasons in the natural, there are seasons in the spirit. And uh, Ezekiel, uh, pardon me, Ecclesiastes, I know it started with an E or an E sound anyway, Ecclesiastes 3 (laughs) says to everything there's a time and a season. We are in a brand new season here at King's Chapel, Alaska. But I would go on to say it's not just a new season for us. It's a new season for King's Cathedral and chapels. I did not say in the first service, but it is rather astounding that while simultaneously God pouring out his spirit here pours out his spirit in Maui at the same time. And and I don't mean in a casual way. And I'd encourage all of the naysayers to go and look at those services because a man from Colombia, unknown to most, Gustavo is his first name and I cannot pronounce his second, uh, has an unusual gift from the Lord for names and dates of birth, addresses, Locations and intimate details to show that God knows everything, and you can go into those services. You can go watch them online. Go to the go to King's Cathedral Face pay, Face. What is it? Yeah. MySpace, <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, and uh, and go go look at the absolutely astounding display of how God knows everything. And this man coming from Colombia, he was introduced to us by. A mutual friend of the ministry, Denny Duran. Some of you might know who that is. He leads a powerful church in Shreveport, Louisiana. I've known him for many, many years. Been at his church. He called Dr. Morocco and said, you need to have this guy. It's amazing. It is an amazing prophetic gift. A unique anointing to know people's names, dates of birth, where they live. I mean, it'd flat freak you out if you did know, I mean, it would. You think like, okay, you try to figure out how that was rigged and how did, how did he do that, but how does he do it over and over and over and over? Well, upon entering into Dr. Morocco's office, he asked if he had a pastor on staff by the last name of Bracken. Okay, if you're new here, that's my last name. So my last name is Bracken. He knew my name. He, you know, mispronounced it a little bit because he doesn't speak English, but he's able to spell it. And uh, said that there is a great revival. Would you have a pastor by the name of Son Brack? Yes. He says, well, there's a great revival coming to Alaska. Tell him that. Amazing. And uh, we have friends and lots of relationships back there. He went on to call people out over and over and over by name, children, dates of birth. I mean, like astounding. I mean, astounding. Takes a piece of paper Writes uh, the name of a family on it, and the, the month September. Folds, has somebody watch him do it. Fold, it's like a magic trick, except it's not magic, and it's not a trick. Amen. Folds the paper up, walks around, sees a family. We're talking, you know, 1,500 people. I'm not talking like 30 people, and then he's got people whispering things in his ear, you know, like you've seen on, you know. Picks a family, pulls them out, prophesies over to them, and hands them the paper. They open it up and are totally blown away because the name on the paper is their last name. I remember Dr. Dr. Morocco calls me and he says, he he knows your last name. I said, well, what'd he say? He said, "I, I don't really remember. I said, come on. Come on, Doc. He knows my last name. I'd like to hear the word. The word is that there is a great outpouring coming to the state of Alaska. There is. There really is. An outpouring of healing, signs and wonders and breakthrough and miracles. Come on. The time is now. The time is now. God is doing it. He knows your name. He knows your frame. He knows you're rising up. He knows you're setting down. He knows everything. And you're right in the perfect place here this morning at 1204. This text is profound. A prophetic word to us here in Alaska, but also over our entire network of 250 churches now. And I believe over this region, and I dare say over the entire body of Christ worldwide. As a church and individuals a part of this church, we're entering into a new season of outpouring. And we do have notes for you, as is a custom. Generally on Sunday mornings, I stick to a a form and following the command that the Lord gave me to pastor in revival on Sunday morning. So we cast vision. I teach expository messages with a thematic approach generally. And then Sunday night and Wednesday, we just kind of flow in the Holy Ghost and go for it. Sunday mornings are a little bit more structured because we have a lot of people to get through here. And we said, we well, should just have one service. Well, maybe we will when we get in our brand new building of 73,000 square feet. But right now, you miss a great place to say amen right there, but right now we're just gonna keep trying. To, we'll add as many services as we need to to reach as many people as we can. We started. A, we have an overflow room now upstairs, which we'll use next week should we need it. Everybody, say outpouring. outpouring. Say, don't miss, outpouring. don't miss the outpouring. All right. So write in your notes. Isaiah twenty eight is a powerful passage. Uh, twenty eight. From verse 7, you can see that God wants to pour out His Spirit. It's a passage of contrast. He wants to pour out His Spirit and refresh them, but they're intoxicated. What do you mean? Well, it's just like today. He's saying, you're intoxicated. You've had too much wine and you don't even know what's going on. It's just like today. People intoxicated with money, intoxicated with sex, intoxicated with fame, intoxicated with intoxication. Alcohol, marijuana. Come on. People are wasted. God is offering freedom to them. And the Apostle Paul in Acts, uh, pardon me, in 1 Corinthians 14, 21 sees this refreshing as the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He sees it as the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Sign of speaking in tongues. But the key to this text ties into what I just said a a couple weeks ago was the people out of choice. If you want to stay busted and broken, disgusted and depressed all of your life, it really is up to you. I mean, it's a crazy thing to have your most favorite meal maybe served in front of you and you're starving and then you wouldn't eat it. God offers for you this morning and all this week, in fact, the gospel, the good news that Jesus died, rose again from the grave. John 10 and 10, the gospel in one verse, the thief comes to steal kill and destroy, but I have come that you might have life and life to the full. It is up to you. You must choose him. He's not going to just grab you, make you obey him. They had a choice, as Isaiah says, but they wanted the intoxication of the world. Can I say it that way? They wanted to hear the word of the Lord, or did they? The word of the Lord is being thundered from this pulpit, not just this morning, but every time there's anybody up in this pulpit declaring the good news of Jesus like a dying man, dying man to dying men, because all the world needs Jesus. Opioid crisis on the rise, except here we declare it shrinking, disappearing, and drying up and going away. It's a choice. Will we hear the word of the Lord or not? Will you miss the outpouring or will you partake of it? Will you be refreshed or will you not? I think I said in the first service, I'll, I'll say again. In every service, there's three kinds of people. There are those who are totally distracted. They're, they're Facebooking still. They got on Facebook when I told you again and you never looked up again. Now you're Instagramming, except now I've got your attention because I'm talking about you. You haven't heard anything till right now and now you're like, oh, snap, what? You're snapping, Snapchatting, Instagramming, and you're distracted. There's always people like that. And I've been that before anybody else gonna be honest, you've been distracted, you're wondering about whatever you're texting your neighbor, not hearing, you can miss things. It's always services that are people distracted. There's always services where people don't give a flip. In other words, the wife made you come. You're here because your wife made you, and it would be hell to pay next week if you didn't go to church today. So you're here, you're obeying your wife, but you ain't gonna get anything out of it, and you're really you're angry and bitter because you don't feel respected by her, and you have this cycle of... Anyway, there's people like that that have to come. I just picked on the husband. It could be the other way around. You're here, your spouse, your husband made you come, and you're like, okay because it would be hell to pay. if you, Or you're, you're, a, you're a son or a daughter, you're part of a family, and your family said, you're going to church, which I think is great. Or that one preacher say, my mama drugged me. My mama drugged me. My mama drugged me to church. Amen. Somebody said, my 11-year-old won't, doesn't want to come to church, pastor, what, I, what am I going to do? And my answer, my question to you is this, does your 11-year-old go to school? Well, yeah, he has to. <laughs> who's, who's actually in charge of your household anyway? No, I just want them to pick. No, that's not, that's not how that works. You train a child the way he should go. When he's old, he won't depart from it. So there's those that are distracted. Then there's those that have to come. And 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 then there's those that want to be here and they're hungry and thirsty. Jesus spoke in parables to hide truth from casual observers because he's not obligated to show you anything. But if you'll position your heart to say, please speak to me, God. Won't you talk to me? Won't you share something with me? Then help me to live this life and life abundant. I don't want to be broken. I don't want to be in the place that I'm at anymore. I don't want to be free. I want all that you have for me. Come on, even Jesus, when he's on the cross, he had two thieves. One's like... Oh, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said, "Today you'll be with me in paradise." But the other thief said, "What? The other thief? Oh, if you're the son of God, yeah, he went to hell. That's where he went when he died. He didn't go to heaven. Will you? Will you choose to be a part? Don't miss the outpouring. Say it. Don't miss. I have pastored for over 20 years, which is like amazing because I still feel like I'm 20-something. And in my years of pastoring, I've seen counseling, you know, helping people. The, the breakthrough message and anointing, do you know what I mean But when I say anointing? Sometimes we use Christian words and nobody even knows what they mean. Anointing is the God enablement, the power of God. Is, it comes down in services in different ways. And there's moments where God's power is released where many people that, that needed that touch were not there because they went fly fishing. I'm all for fly fishing. I'm just saying there's times where you can, not, if you're not sensitive to the spirit, you could miss out on what God wants to do. Don't, say it, miss the outpouring. Say it, don't miss All right, so let's look at these, let's look at these, uh, these, these texts here. Isaiah 28, a chapter of contrast. They have a choice. Joel 2, a season of refreshing or outpouring, is marked by two things in Joel 2. And every time you see revival, every time you see God pouring out his spirit on a people, this is what happens. This happens every time. Number one, abundance. Verse 24, the threshing floors will pile high again with wheat. This is a New Living translation. And the presses overflow with olive oil and wine. One of the things that marks outpourings is release of abundance. I mean every kind of abundance. I'm experiencing some supernatural abundance. Amen. Woke you up right there, all you Instagrammers. You awake now. Hallelujah. (laughs) I have have bees. I'm a beekeeper. And uh, I have a hive that is a sign and a wonder. I have a, a friend that's been helping me. He's been in beekeeping for 40 years or whatever. I mean, that's a long time. See, so he comes over, look at my hive. It's, it's astounding. I mean, it's so supernatural. It has so many, it made it through the winter, came out of winter, and exploded in a way that it just shouldn't. And he said to me, as we looked at it, he said, I've never seen anything like this in 40 years. I've never seen anything like this. It's the size of a beehive. How many of you know they multiply? And how have we been saying, I am blessed, and I will yeah, and that's what I'm, how many of you are beginning to see the multiplication of God in your life like that? Yeah, it's not an accident. You can, if your mouth can't say it, then it's too big for you to hold it. You need to speak God's word and declare it. Abundance, verse 24. The threshing floors will pile high. Again, that's a picture to me of souls. It's a picture to me of provision. It's a picture of, of outpouring of the spirit. Abundance. Verse 24. Verse 25. These are dramatic personal changes that take place from Joel 2. I'll repay you for all the years the locusts have taken. Has anybody lost things besides me? God will repay you. God will restore all the wasted years. I didn't quite understand that. I mean, if you've lost a whole bunch of a period of time where maybe you didn't serve God like you should or maybe you didn't serve Him at all, maybe you didn't know Him, And then you give your heart to Christ, and you start serving him. He fills you with his spirit. The blessing of God comes on you. He'll restore all the wasted years. Now, how does God do that in 10 years, what you wasted? Because he can take one year and make it like three years of blessing in one year. And I've experienced that. Supernatural joy, supernatural favor, supernatural blessing. Can you say amen? Amen. And he'll bring restoration. Somebody say, Lord, restore everything that was stolen. Say it. Lord, restore. Everything that was stolen. Verse 26 talks about satisfaction. You'll have plenty to eat until you're full. Wow. Verse 26 again. Shame is broken. Amen. You'll have plenty to eat until you're full. And you will praise the name of the Lord your God. Never again will my people be shamed. Shame is a horrible thing. You don't have to hold your head in shame. You can be forgiven, you can be washed, you can be cleansed, you can be set upon a firm place and you can have joy unspeakable and full of glory. You don't have to, don't ever hang your head. Don't hang your head because Jesus died for you and rose again. Oh, you might have done some shameful things but you can be forgiven. Can you say yes? Yes. And the Holy Spirit will be poured out in great measure. This is the text that Peter preaches in Acts chapter 2. Gifts of the Spirit released. Talks about prophecy. I'll pour out my Spirit on all flesh. And God will reveal his his will, his dreams and visions. God wants you to know his will. His revealed will is in his word. But then many times he'll release dreams and visions and prophetic utterances to us so that we could have a greater understanding. I mean, how is it that some guy from Columbia would know my Irish name, Bracken? Call me out and then say, oh, and in Alaska, do you have a pastor by the last name of Bracken? Yes. Well, in Alaska, how would he know that? See, many of you can now then begin to say, well, he was just on, on the internet, and that's like corrupt. I don't believe any of that. Well, you, then you're, you, know, you might be an unbelieving believer, and those thoughts, when they come, but when you see person after person after person after person, name, birth dates, you know, name of the of the son. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched this one that was so powerful. Come on, it's good to testify. Yes. Prophesying over a family we know. Giving this man a word, a call into the ministry, which which I confirmed a few weeks before being there in the islands at a conference that we were at. And then to see this guy call him out, give him this same word, calling you into ministry, and then he says, he calls on his son. And that there is, is, sometimes the enemy tries to divide families. And there was something going on which I discerned as well when I was there. And to have him call his son out by name. Do you know, and I don't want to embarrass anybody, If they want to share the testimony, great, but I'm trying to be vague. Do you know so-and-so? He's like, yeah, that's my son. Okay, can he come right now? He comes, son's crying, prophesies over to him, hands him the mic, and has him basically tell his father, you're called into the ministry, which was like this amazing, only God knows the healing that took place. It was amazing. Come on, God wants you to know his will. And he'll release it, of course, through the word of God, but also through dreams and through visions. Don't miss the outpouring. He's upon us, it's going to increase. Ezekiel 34, verse 26 to 31, there'll be showers of blessing. Now, here's the thing that I have found, especially coming here to Alaska, but I saw the same thing in other places that we pastored prior. There's like an adultery spirit. People that I'm not talking about adultery between a husband and wife. We see that, of course, unfortunately. But I mean in churches. So many people have been so wounded by authority that they they, they don't connect, they don't tie in, so they don't really develop covenant relationships. Do you know what I mean by that? And so they bounce from church to church to church to church and they never get planted. And I will tell you that if you don't get where are you getting that from the text? Oh, I'm glad you asked. It's verse 26. I will make them in the places surrounding my hill You see, the blessings of God, the showers of blessing are connected to the house of the Lord. My hill is Zion. It's talking about the temple. It's talking about how God, if you will connect to the house of God and really serve and and, and tithe and give and pray, you will come under this incredible canopy of anointing that cannot come any other way. It can't come any other way. then I will say this, in all the years that my wife and I have been serving, which is maybe not as long as some of you, maybe longer than others, anybody that's ever come into this house and serve God for a length of time, their whole family ends up giving their lives to Christ over. I'm not talking about religion. I hate religion as much as the next guy. Religion and tradition are this is a stench that comes from into the nostrils of God. He wants you to have a personal relationship with him, not somebody making you have to do something and a set of rules. No, you fall so in love with God that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul and strength, and when you get that right, you'll end up doing the whole Ten Commandments. Can you do the Ten Commandments? No, you can't. They're there to expose to you that you need a Savior. You don't need a rule book. I hate rules. Ask my wife. I have a hard time not stepping on the grass that you're not supposed to step on. (laughs) When you fall in love with God, you'll begin to serve Him and, and worship Him. And so that's what I'm talking about. When I've seen people over the years come and give their life, to the plan of God, to obeying him and living for him and loving him with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength, their whole family ends up getting set. Sometimes it takes 20 years, 25 years, sometimes 30 years. The blessings are tied to the house of the Lord. Say that with me. The blessings are tied. Listen, if we're not your home church, you're visiting from another state, we welcome you, so glad you're here. You get back home, that's a healthy, alive, living church. Get in it. Don't be a priester. That's someone that goes Christmas and Easter. Right. <laughs> Serve God. Learn the word. Get discipled. Get, everybody needs a pastor. Everyone. Do you have a pastor, pastor? Yep, I do. Everyone, everyone does. Serve God. Let the gifts of the Spirit begin to operate in your life. Get hungry for the Lord. Get in prayer. Amen? Amen. Now, if, if you don't have a home church and you're here, find one. There's some other great churches in the valley. So I'm told. I don't know. This is the greatest one to me. This is the one I'm pastoring. Praise God. I'm not going anywhere else. This is where God called me. We love the body of Christ. And there's all kinds of different churches. We're not going to like be saying any stink about any church unless it becomes some kind of a cult. And there are cults out there that distort the word of God. There is unhealthy leadership. You go where God called you to go. But go. Amen. Jesus went to synagogue. Jesus went to the temple and they crucified him. How many of you know you should probably go also? Okay, that's a joke. You might get that on the way home. Ezekiel 34. Faithfulness and increase. Verse 27 talks about that. Safety. Again, verse 27. Fruit of the ground will yield its crops and the people will be secure in their land. Safety. Twenty. Verse 27 Slavery will be broken. They will know that I am the Lord. Listen to this closely now. I will break the bars of their yoke and rescue them from the hands of those who enslaved them. There are demon spirits that come to bind and destroy. They come to steal, kill, and destroy. Suicide is a demon spirit comes with infirmity, sickness. There's all kinds of assignments of darkness, but the power of darkness is broken through the power of Jesus. It didn't take much to convince me of that when I first came to the Lord. I'd seen the power of darkness. Maybe you have. Maybe you haven't. I'm telling you, there really is demon power, but God has given us power that's greater than any other demon. Come on the burning, shining lamp of the Lord will break off the power of darkness, the anointing, the power of God. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is available for you, available for me. So you can be set free. You don't have to be a slave to cigarettes. You don't have to be a slave to, to drug addiction. You don't have to be a slave, sir, to your pornography problem. You can be set free. You can be delivered. You know, we were interviewed by Fox News and uh, I, I went on to share, you know, just kind of rant a little bit. We're here to, they put a section of it. They only had two minutes. I hope they interview us again. Amen. We didn't shrink back from talking about Jesus. We're here to bring hope to a lost and a hurting and a broken, dying world. That's why we're here. Somebody said, why is your church growing so much? Because I think we just say it, not afraid really of offending anybody. And God, God's trying to touch his people, and people are hurting. People are broken. There's marriages that are, that are like on the rocks. I don't know where you're at today. You know, maybe you're just super, so super blessed you can't hardly stand it. Most people are going through a trial. It's time. Good news. The good news is you can be free from your slavery. You can be healed. You can be delivered. You can have peace. You can have joy like a fountain. Slavery broken, a deeper relationship with God. This is is right out of the text we read, verse 30. His presence becomes more real. Where do you get that? Verse 30. They will know that I, the Lord, their God, am with them. And that they, the Israelites, are my people, declares the sovereign Lord. You'll have a deeper relationship with God, and his presence becomes more real. You know, these, these meetings that we've been having. I hear over and over people saying the same thing. I just feel His presence in my car. I feel His presence in my house. I, wh- 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 what's going on, Pastor? It's it's an outpouring. Don't miss the outpouring. And can experience God's personal care. Verse thirty-one: You are my sheep. It's so encouraging to me. <laughs> <laughs> See, when someone comes to mess with you, they ain't actually messing with you. They're messing with, listen, don't, I'll just tell you, I, I'm really sweet and kind to you touch them. You mess with my wife, you mess with my kids. I ain't so sweet and kind. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Just mess with my children and you will have a serious, bald-headed problem. Yeah, oh, pastor, he's so kind. Yep, unless you step over the fence. I have, I have a rod and I'm not afraid to use it. And all the mamas and all the papas said, amen. amen. Right. If you have a revelation, I love what Dr. John Bosman said. We've had him here before. Great man of God. He said this, God's man, God's woman, is God's responsibility. See, if you have a revelation of who you belong to, I mean, the Apostle Paul said uh, when he was on the ship called Adromeda that it was sinking, Acts 27, 28, he said, the angel of the Lord came and stood by me the God whom I belong to and whom I serve. If you have a revelation that you're his, you're his. You're his sheep. Have a revelation of that? The shepherd will happily come and thump anything that comes over the fence. But most of you are running away, so he has to like break your leg to bring you back. Hallelujah. We should have Hannah come back up. Hallelujah. It's a beautiful thing to realize that you belong to the Lord. And you'll experience in revival, in outpouring, you'll experience God's personal care in a great way, verse 31. All right, so let's let's move to some application here as we begin to bring this to conclusion. Is there any indication of something we must do? To move into this time of refreshing, to move into this outpouring. Is there anything I need to do? Is it just happened to me? No, 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 it doesn't just happen to you. There's you have to choose it. You, there's something absolutely you must do. First of all, you got to choose to believe and obey. Most of the Western American church are unbelieving believers. So they say they believe in God, in Jesus. They say they believe in the Word, but they don't read it, they don't act on it, they don't live it. These signs will follow them that believe. They'll lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. They'll speak with new tongues. Nothing by any means will harm them. Most people aren't living that way. Faith, confident assurance of what they cannot see, living and standing on God's word. If you want to become the spiritual athlete that God's intended you to be, you've got to obey the word. You've got to believe the word. You've got to speak the word. You've got to do it. You Don't, don't just be ever hearing and not obeying. James talks about that. Be hearer, not a doer of the word. You know what you believe by what you do. Not by necessarily what you say, although your words are important. The way that you, your actions are what you believe. Is there anything that we need to do experience this outpouring? Yes. Choose to believe and obey. Hear the word of the Lord. Today, hear the word of the Lord and obey. The second thing is believe in Jesus and repent. Listen, repentance is something that is a lifestyle. It's something that you do Throughout your life, there is a one time conversion where you believe and are born again. You say, Well, I don't think I've done that. If you can't remember when you've been born again, then you probably haven't been. It is a very real moment in the life of those who believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, repent of their sin. You, he comes to take up residence on the inside of you. That only happens not just because you believe. That James says demons believe and they tremble. In America, many people say, Oh, I believe in Jesus, but there's no trembling. When you say that you're a Christian, but you don't behave like a Christian, then you're really not a Christian. You see, you can't continue. James, uh, pardon me, not James, begins with a J also, having some challenges today with letters. 1 John talks about those who've been born again don't continue in sin. They don't continue doing the things they know they not ought to do. There's a a working, a sanctification of the Spirit of God. And if you've never done that, then... You know, that's the first thing you need to do. Believe in Jesus, repent, and expect God's refreshing. Expect God's outpouring. Acts chapter two, there's a mighty rushing wind that gathers. Worship team, would you come? Mighty rushing wind that's poured out. 120 people are filled with the Holy Spirit. We don't know what happened to the 380 other people because there's 500 people. 100, tell your neighbor, 500 people saw Jesus ascend. What, for the love of Pete, did the 380 other people do? Where are they? Jesus said, wait, tarry in Jerusalem till so you're endued with power. Acts 1.8, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. 380 people backslide, go take care of something else or whatever, and, and 120 are there in the upper room. And they, and they missed out. Peter preaching in Acts 3 and verse 19 says, Repent, then turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped out, and times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian. Live a lifestyle of Repentance. Raise your hand if you had to repent this week. How about this morning? Oh my, I I had a whole, I had so many things going on this morning. I was laying hands on myself. Oh yeah, ask Pastor Karen. She's like, don't be afraid. Everybody say don't be afraid. Yeah. There's a message from the media. It's ongoing. Terrorism, fear. It's a constantly driving fear. Fear and greed drive the markets of our world. That is not what should move you and me. Faith and generosity is what should move us. Fear and greed. God has not given us a spirit of but of power, love, and sound mind. You stay connected to the one who made you and you won't have to yield to fear. No matter what happens, it's going to be all right. Be committed to the local church. Everybody say, be committed to the local church. That's the hill. The blessings are connected to the hill. They're connected to the house of the Lord. Be committed. Find a place to serve. Get one of these KC Kings guides. And find out what's going on. Get plugged in, start serving. If you you can sing, we used to say, even if you can't sing, but now I say, if you can sing, try out for the worship team. If you can play an instrument, plug in somewhere. We We need to increase our workers, our volunteers. There's 250 children that go through the back of that. Can you imagine being one of those nursery workers? Oh, God, help them right now. As I go a little bit long, help them, God. Some people got a special touch from God to help. Thank God with all the FBI background checks and, the, and all that. We do all of that. So if you're not going to pass that, you don't want to apply for. Amen. Come on, say amen. But there's lots of places to serve. Even if you wouldn't pass a background check, amen. Thank God. He's touching every tribe, every tongue. From the lowest to the highest stations in life, he's saving, healing, delivering. That's what he does. The gospel, the good news. Be committed to the local church. Praise God. Everybody say praise God. Look at C, I'm still in the notes, Joel. Joel 2, 21. Take time to thank God and give him credit. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So when you get a flat tire and it makes you late for your appointment, give thanks in all circumstances. And God, God will turn that thing around. He'll work it all for good. Romans 8 and 28. God works all things together for good. For those who are called according to His purpose. John Christensen, I'm looking at you and realizing I didn't pray for you in that first service. You guys come stand here. These guys are last Sunday. Come on, we're family here. If I don't get to the rest of my points, just get a word from the Lord about what the blanks are and then just go ahead and fill it in, all right? Father, we thank you. Come on. Reach your hands towards these guys. Father, we thank you for this beautiful couple, this beautiful family. Yeah, why don't you turn and face him? Come on, reach your hands towards them. We thank you. They're going, they sold their house and they're, they're moving to Oregon to help with our extension in Oregon. Amen. Father, thank you. Thank you for this family. Lord, you see the desires of their heart, how they long to be in full-time ministry. You put fire on the inside of them. Passion. So faithful in morning prayer, always there by 7:15. <laughs> you no, know, like for years, when John walked in, it was 7:15. His schedule would get him there. We, we started at seven, but he would be there at 7:15, which is good. It's always there. If John. John, I'll go 7:15. <laughs> years, A life group leader faithfully serving been a friend to so many people we bless you and thank you for the gift that you've given us in the Christian sense what a cool last name Lord go before them work everything out after the counsel of your will and use them Lord mightily there in Oregon and if it be your will to bring them back to us we pray that you would do that also nevertheless your will be done thank you Jesus' name. Put your hands together for those guys. My time is up. So let me just quickly get this for all of you that would really be having a very hard time if I didn't give you the last four, three blanks, all right? If you struggle with OCD, we can pray for you. Take time to thank God and give him credit. The second thing is, you know, is our problem is we have a tendency to forget. Don't forget what God's done. Revelation 12:11. we overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Testify about what God's done. Don't, don't miss the outpouring. Don't miss the, the outpouring. Testify about what God's done. We have a problem of forgetting. Testify what, what God has done. Refresh others. You know, Paul mentions many times about being refreshed by people. 1 Corinthians 15, 17, 2 Corinthians 7, 14, in the book of Romans, he talks about those who came and refreshed him. Aren't you thankful for those who bring refreshing? When you see them, they make you smile. Come on, be like that to people. Be be like that. Can you say amen? Hebrews 3, 13... It talks about encourage one another daily as long as it is called today and see to it that no one has a sinful, unbelieving heart and turns away from the living Lord, living God. Who knows? Your smile, your encouragement might be the thing that turns somebody to stay encouraged in the Lord. Don't miss the outpouring. All right, ushers, would you help us? We're gonna go ahead and receive our Victory Sunday offering. This goes this goes specifically towards our building project, all right? You wanna get these Would you help us with these cards too, fellas? All right, good. Let's just pass these out. If you're not ready to do something, uh, then you can pray and see what the Lord would say to you. My wife and I are stretching because the Lord spoke to us and said, if you don't model what it is to sacrifice, I mean, it's not really a sacrifice. Nobody's burning at the stake. You know, it's foregoing maybe something that you would want to see something else take place. That's what my wife and I are doing. Why? Because I'm the head of this thing right underneath Dr. Morocco. And so I'm going to give like crazy, serve like crazy. I'm here. I'm here at the morning prayer. I'll I'll be here at the meetings. And I'm giving. I will continue to do that. Why? Because you can't outgive God. And the Lord is doing something so amazing. That in the days, weeks, months, years, and the, the, the generation that's to come, should the Lord tarry, there'll be something that'll stand there, that building, where your sons and daughters are leading the work and on fire. And weddings will take place there. Funerals. It's the center of the community. Somebody said, did you have to put it right by the Wasilla sign? Yeah. Like I said, the only thing I should repent for is maybe we should have made it bigger. But the Lord knows. It'd freak you out if I told you what I was believing for on top of that. You just, you're just having a hard time swallowing this. Come on, what could God do here? It's beyond anything any of us could have imagined. Can anything good come from Wasilla? Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, a great outpouring from the head of the nation all the way down into Canada and Washington and Oregon. I gotta pour out his spirit. Gonna plant churches all over the world. Come on, somebody say amen going to raise up sons and daughters from afar, children from the ends of the earth. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, somebody say victory. Come on. Going to change the world from Wasilla. Anybody else with me? Going to see the lame walk and the blind see. Going to see the mute speak and the deaf hear. You're going to see the kingdom of God rise and shine for the glory of the Lord has risen upon thee. The time is now. The time is here. Don't miss the outpouring. Can you say amen? Stand up on your feet all across this place. Ushers, would you bring those buckets and put them symmetrically in the front. You ready? Reach your hands towards our property. Oh, oh, sorry. You can look back over here. I wanna tell you one more story real quick. Pray for the children's workers, Pastor Kirsten. Jesus, help them all. A man was so moved uh, by what's been taking place that he came up to me with a backpack, tears running down his face. And he told me how God spoke to him. And he brought to me his collection of silver and gold coins. The backpack is 45 pounds. And he, I'm guessing. could have been, Okay, it could be 40. Pretty sure it's not over 50 pounds. But I'm, I'm serious, serious, like the tears running down his face. And I think he was either in the first service or he's watching online. He sent me a text. And he was like, be sure to bring those to the right person because some of those coins are worth a lot of money. I'm like, no worries. (laughs) Come on, I'm telling you, and that is a prophetic word that that God is going to release everything we need. Now reach your hands towards it. Father, in Jesus' name, come on, towards the property, towards the building. We prophesy that thing completed with shouts of grace, grace, and the building we're standing in sold. Lord, thank you. For a city on a hill. Thank you, Lord, for a burning, shining lamp to all those that drive in and all those that depart from this great land. The heart of Alaska, indeed, the gospel of the kingdom. And Lord, do it not only for us, but for every Bible preaching, teaching, anointed church. Do it, God, to reach the lost and to make a statement from this place. Showers of blessing. The blessing of the Lord. An outpouring will be declared, and you'll bring people from all over to experience it. We thank you, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Come up to these baskets and sow your gift. Drop your card off and declare it. Come on. Forever, forever you are good, good, good. good. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I never close a service without giving an opportunity to give your heart to Jesus. If you're not right with God, we talked about being born again. Please, nobody moving around. Just hold on one second. Almost done. Give me another 60 seconds. You're not right with God. Do not leave this place in that condition. You must be born again. Would you examine your heart? Close your eyes if that helps you. If you died today, do you know for sure that you would go to heaven? You say, well, well, I hope so. The Bible says we've written these things that you may know the hope of salvation. The only way to make it to heaven is by receiving Jesus. He's the way, the truth and the life. Have you ever lied before? Yes. Stolen? Yes. Cheated? Lusted? Yes. All of us have broken God's law. None of us are perfect. That's why Jesus came. The Lamb of God, without spot, without blemish, slain before the beginnings of the foundations of the earth. Over 600 scriptures in the Old Testament testify, Emmanuel, God with us, the Lamb of God. Have you received Him? Those online, those here, every head bowed, every eye closed. you want to give your heart to Jesus for the first time? Or make a recommitment because you drifted. You say, that's me, Pastor. Would you raise your hand? Just raise your hand high. God bless you, son. Thank you. Raise your hand high. God bless you, sir. Thank you. I see that hand. Thank you. I see that hand. Raise your hand high. See how you want to be included. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else over on this side? God bless you. Praise God. God bless you. Praise the Lord. God bless you, sweetheart. Would you pray this prayer right out loud with me as my Connect people move to the lobby? and I've got a gift for you as soon as we pray and close. Father, thank you. Pray this right out loud. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die in my place. Forgive me of all of my sin. And just as Jesus rose again from the grave, raise my life up. Wash me, cleanse me, make me new. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Amen. Lift your hands as a universal sign of surrender to God. Father, in Jesus' name I pray, fill, touch, break every bondage, break every chain, release your power, fill these, mark them, seal them with your Holy Spirit and use us in this great end time outpouring. Lord, we will not miss the refreshing, the outpouring that's taking place. Thank you. God bless your people, cause your face to shine upon them. Lift up your countenance towards them, be gracious to them, keep them, give them peace. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you tonight, 6 o'clock. Revival all week long. God bless you. Thank you for joining today's podcast. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, you can partner with us and give at KCALaska.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and enjoy more messages like this one.